0: Oh,
1: what's going on everybody? Welcome to episode 689 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host Christian Piles, joined as always by Ben Funky Askren, James Dean Raider. We're all here. And today we have a very special guest. He's a Junior World Champion. He wrestles in all tournaments available, freestyle, Greco, if there's sumo Beach, he may throw his hat in the ring. His name's Braxton Amos Braxton what's going on man
0: how you guys doing
1: super good man super good really appreciate you uh you hopping on here are you are you back home
0: yeah yeah i'm uh I'm back home in West Virginia for a little bit so i'm I'm excited to have something to do and, and be on the show
1: nice Bracky putting you through a Parkersburg training camp or something uh, what's going on
0: uh, no I haven't seen him yet i'm Hopefully uh, he comes by uh, the welcome home party tonight.
1: Oh yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, he's up in up in Morgantown. I saw you. You now have a street named after you. That's uh, that's got to be yeah. awesome, Braxton Amos Drive. I I don't know the laws of the road, but it would seem like you can't get a ticket on a street named after you. So you could probably speed and do whatever you want, park illegally. Uh, it's, it's the world's your oyster.
0: Yeah, no. My sister asked if uh, if that means she can go as fast as she wants on the street because it's uh, it's right behind my high school. So I don't I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully she still abides by speeding speeding oh, laws. You. But I who know
1: no, y'all get immunity. Yeah, you have you have immunity. I'm
2: certain of it. So I, I was pretty sad, Christian, that Kyle wasn't gonna be on the show because he would have been fanboying very hard this morning. And he'd be, he'd be, he'd be <laughs> loving it. He'd be he'd be loving it. it um, be really good.
1: So Braxton. Um, I guess you, you just accomplished something really incredible. I mean, winning a junior world title is huge, but then to, to several days later turn it around and then compete in the Greco and come home with a, with a medal is, is an insane accomplishment. Talk about or just describe the challenge of getting up, having that high, and then knowing, okay, I have to make weight again and I've got to wrestle again and everyone's going to be really, really good that, that I'm competing. How are you able to, to navigate that so well?
0: Um, it's tough. It's tough because, you know, you have the the initial like, Oh, my God, I just I just won a world championship. And then, you know, that night, you know, you kind of just don't focus on it uh, on on, you know, the Greco side of things. And, you know, you enjoy, enjoy, you know, being around the freestyle guys for another night and uh, and seeing them off in the morning. Um, And then it it goes. We put a plan together of, of what we wanted to do up until, uh, it was time to wrestle again. So, I mean, it was as much fun as it was. It was kind of just business as usual because I mean, we, we've done it before between, you know, last, year trials and then obviously uh, you know, the junior trials, we did it, the, we did it very similar. So it was, we already kind of had a blueprint of how to do it. Yeah.
1: So, um, I, how much of a of the cut or of a cut is there for you to down to ninety seven kilos? None,
0: none, none. zero was, cut. It, no zero cut. I I woke up on weight. Uh, you know the night before I ate breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So I mean it was it was an easy easy cut. Um, uh, so it was it wasn't bad at all. Nice. Um, so there's there's
1: been a lot of discussion about about your size and and is it are you a 197 long term? Do you, is that how you see yourself 197 long term? Could you ever eventually wrestle up at
0: heavyweight? I mean, I see myself as a 97 for for five years. I mean, I, I don't. I mean, I'm not supposed to grow anymore, and I've already been. You know, I weighed in for the Dudley match at I think 202 or 203. So I mean, I still had weight to lose there. So, I mean, I I feel like I can make 97 comfortably for the next, you know, five years, assuming I don't, you know, suddenly hit a growth spurt that I'm not supposed to.
1: Yeah. Do you, so you say five years, are you thinking uh, of redshirting it somewhere in the next, next five years? Is it the next Olympic year or, or what, what are you thinking there?
0: Um, we don't know for sure. You know, we're still kind of trying to figure that out, um, as, as it goes on, um, because, you know, we don't know how the team's going to be in two or three years, you know, if the team's you know, contending for a national championship uh, the same year as the Olympics. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'll do both uh, like Snyder did. So, I mean, we'll cross the bridge when we get to it, but it's easier to say five years and then do four than say four years and then have to figure out a fifth year.
1: Right, right. That makes sense. Um, so, uh, obviously, there's there's a lot of excitement coming into this to your next year, and, and I'm am ass- assuming you're going to be wrestling 197 for for the Badgers this this season. How excited are you to enter into college competition?
0: I mean, I'm I'm more than excited. I mean, it's it's been a dream of mine uh, growing up, you know, in the wrestling community of hey, I want to wrestle in college. I want to wrestle in Division One. And then as I learned more, I was like, all right, I want to wrestle Big Ten. And now I'm I'm actually in. So I mean, I'm excited to compete and excited to see where I stand uh, among you know some of the best guys in the world.
1: Um, look, looking at the field, there's there's o- the obvious question: you versus AJ. Um, the, I think what's interesting about it is not only two really really good guys. You've got uh, another world champion, Rocky Elam's going to be in the mix. You've got the returning NCAA finalists. Bonacorsi, all there. But you and, and AJ, from a personality standpoint, I think you couldn't be much more, much more differently, much more different, right? Like he's, um, like cur- currently, right, even right now, you're wearing a shirt. That is just something that would not happen with the AJ Ferrari <laughs> interview. It wouldn't happen. So. Um, the the question's going to get asked for for the foreseeable future, and I kind of picked on you on the on the show yesterday for talking about uh you know you're saying how you have to qualify for NCA's first. I thought that was funny, but very good coach speak. If you have a career in coaching down the line, I think uh, I think that's a pretty good indication. But just discuss our, our, how much thought are you going to give to that specific matchup going
0: into this year? Honestly, not a lot, because I mean it- I, I meant it when I said, "Hey, I have to get through everybody else to get to AJ." Um, you know, if I do my job and he does his job, you know, we'll eventually meet. Um, but you know, we'll we'll study. You know, everybody in the top twenty of of the rankings and put a game plan together for him. And you know, if we have to execute the game plan, we'll we'll put it to work. But if not, oh well. You know. So
1: we we've watched a lot of your um, freestyle and, and Greco career, and that's and that's really where you've. You've shined really bright. We, you know, you won Super Thirty Two. You've won some good folk style terms. But give give uh, the fans kind of a sense of your game in folk style. What's your what's your top wrestling like? What's your what maybe very variations of your of your style will people see when you take the folk style mat?
0: Um, you know, uh, very uh, Mitch Clark Trent hilger esque uh, on top. You know, I, I I grew up going to camps with Trent. Um, Actually, I grew up going to Mitch's camps with Trent, um, so it was uh, it was fun to learn from those guys, and, and you know I kind of you know modified it to my own you know my own style, and I'm excited to see if it works uh, at the next level. I mean, it did in high school, so I mean it's the same it's the same general group of guys, um, you know, at the top of high school and the top of college. So I'm excited to see uh, if I can make it work work again.
1: Heck yeah! Now you've you've entered the senior level. You you made the Olympic trials finals in Greco, and you you qualified for the Olympic trials in freestyle. What is your senior level, um, I guess, calendar going to look like um, move, moving forward?
0: Um. Obviously, I'm not doing the uh, the trials in in a f- couple weeks. Um, uh, just between school and just coming off of the World Championships, it's a little little too soon for me. So, you know, obviously I'll skip that. Um, and then U.S. Open uh, Challenge Tournament and Final Act is hopefully the, the progression that, that we go. Um, you know, maybe the NYAC tournament, um, I heard that might be a couple weeks after the NCAAs. So maybe there, maybe not. We don't know for sure yet you know the open trials and then you know if everything goes right final x do you think you would
1: consider uh, any weight other than 97 kilograms if you're if you're walking around 200 you know 92 is kind of right there but it's not the olympic weight. would you ever consider that weight
0: um probably not just because i can't do both styles Uh, if i'm weighing 92 um Mm. you know i'm i'm I I you know I've said it a couple times and you know I'll say it again. I I'm, I'm going to be doing both until until I physically can't be doing both. So, it'll uh you know, I'll stay at 9 until they decide to change the weights uh again for freestyle and greco.
3: What um how hard was it to be around the Wisconsin program last year and not be able to represent the Badgers by wearing um you know, the Wisconsin singlet and kind of what did your training look like there when you're not officially, you know, part of the program, quote unquote?
0: Yeah. So it was, it was tough, uh, you know, being, especially watching the duels, um, on TV, uh, just watching, you know, it, everybody on the team said we sucked last year. Um, that wasn't <laughs> a big secret. So I mean, uh, not not being able to help contribute to the team uh really hurt you know hurt me and hurt my confidence going into going into everything but you know it it's it, it was we worked it out you know we made it work um you know we were training out of a barn <laughs> um uh 30 minutes away for a while so i mean it was uh interesting and uh, it definitely made me grow grow up a little bit and but you know i think with us being back in the room and you know our team you know, starting to come together, you know, I think it's going to be a, a, a good year.
2: So, hey, can we go back to the the Greco freestyle thing? Um, I guess if you see yourself doing that really, really long-term, is it – do you split your time 50-50 training-wise on both styles? Do you lean one way? Are there specific areas
0: you focus on, or how, how do you break that down? Um, So it's just kind of, you know, as – As we get closer to competition, it it gets to be more 50-50. But, uh, you know, earlier, right after trials, um, I trained a lot more Greco than I did freestyle. And then, you know, as kind of the summer progressed, I uh, pushed it more towards the 50-50 aspect of, or 50-50 split, just because it was, I took the Greco training opportunities as they came to me, just because it's harder to find Mm. Greco partners, it's harder to find Greco coaches, Um, and, I mean, training opportunities in general for Greco are are pretty slim right now, so, you know, they, USA Wrestling and Sunkist kind of threw a couple opportunities at me to train, uh, you know, with the Olympic team and overseas, so I I took them, and then... uh, kind of started training freestyle more towards the back end of the of the training cycle got it
1: all right so obviously you you mentioned the uh the world team trials that are going to be happening and and you've got a you've got a definite tie in the 61 kilogram bracket with your coach seth gross going to be entered that insane insane bracket insane weight class um just give us some thoughts on on Seth, um, how he's looking right now, and just your excitement or thoughts about the sixty-one kilogram field that he'll be entering.
0: Yeah, no, I'm excited to watch him watch him wrestle. You know, it, with with him being a bigger weight class, I'm excited to see, see how he performs. You know, he was looking great in the room uh, whenever I left. You know, I heard he had a pretty good training camp in Arizona while we were out in Russia, so I'm excited to see how him and the other RTC athletes. Athletes do. I mean, they, I mean, like I said, they look great when I left, uh, on Sunday, I think. So, I mean, we'll, uh, we'll see. I'm, I mean, I think, I think he's the guy at 61. Um, and I hope he, uh, hope he does well and proves it.
1: Seth's obviously a super unique style of wrestler. Um, has he worked with you on anything specific? Was it more baseline did he show you some of his his trickier stuff
0: yeah yeah i mean getting ready for getting ready for worlds i I picked his brain a little bit trying to figure out all right if i if i need to pull something something weird out at the last second how do i (laughs) how do i do it what do i do um and you know we worked on some situations if if baseline's not working what do we what do we go to um and you know it it turned out working because it there was a couple spots where you know the initial baseline defense wasn't working or, if, you know, I, in the match against, I think, the turkey match in freestyle, you know, I was in on a leg. Um, the guy, you know, hits a hits a crotch lock and tries to throw me through, and, you know, I, I scrambled out of it. Um, you know, I contribute almost all my scrambling to to the coaches and, and Trent at this point because, you know, in high school, I didn't I – I couldn't scramble very well, and I think – you know, working with them has helped, helped a lot. Nice. Um, mm-hmm. I don't, uh, do you, Ben, do you have more questions for
1: Braxton?
2: No, I, th- I think the Greco and freestyle thing is fascinating. Um, yeah, I don't think we've even, s- me, Adam Kuhn, I guess maybe, but no one else at a high level in the modern era. So I'm, I'm excited to see you follow that down. And obviously you proved it this year. So we'll see
1: how, we'll see how that goes moving forward. It's going to be awesome to watch. Oh, I had one one other thing, Braxton. Before we let you go, and really appreciate you coming on. Your your junior world final. Um, you you very nearly ended a life. It was a very very <laughs> violent act that you performed. But that was it, it was sort of strange. The match was like, all right, he's going to tech this dude to. Oh my gosh, how is this match close? He's so much better than this guy. To you bomb him, and then it's really really over. But that those periods between uh, the final bomb, it was it was sort of tense. Talk us through the decision to just to just go for it in that moment when all this guy is looking for is for you to engage upper body.
0: (coughs) Yeah. So, I mean, we, uh, you know, I'd worked that position, uh, you know, literally right before right before I left. um, You know, the day I got on the plane, uh, Trent and I were working, you know, out of over under. Just seeing, all right. How do I how do I get out of an inside trip? How do I get out of an outside trip? So I mean, the fact that that guy only had you know a double over outside trip uh, fit in perfectly to to what we were working with, and um, you know I'd seen him get it against uh, I think Iran in the semis, you know, and that was you know his only two moves were a chest wrap and a and a double over. So I mean it 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 couldn't have worked out better. Um, you know, I, I felt him you know, start starting to, you know, get to it and I figured I was like, all right, I can either let him uh you know do it, or, you know, I can try this and if it doesn't work, you know, maybe they call a slip and um, you know, we come back up to our feet, or maybe it hits and you know, I I end the match. So I mean it was kind of a long-term thinking process um in that mm. entire over under or double under exchange um but yeah no it was it was definitely a um all right this is <laughs> this is either gonna work or i'm look, gonna look like an idiot kind of kind of thing so
1: hero or zero you're the hero you won i mean kind of capping off not capping off because the, the ladies uh crushed it too but you know just the momentum of USA wrestling from the Olympic performance nine medals to you know uh the men's freestyle has three champs, the ladies have four and win. Um how excited how exciting was it on the ground just for to, to be a part of the American contingent there and, and be a part of that winning?
0: It was awesome. It was awesome to be a part of Team USA over there, especially since you know we we couldn't have any fans, um, you know, no parents, no fans. So, I mean, it was literally just us and our, uh, our, you know, the teammates and support staff and personal coaches. Um, And it was, you know, it was awesome because at one point in time, I think it was during Rocky's match, you know, and I forget which country he was wrestling. They were chanting, we were chanting, we were yelling at each other during his match. And it was was great to, uh, you know, just kind of have the camaraderie of, uh, you know, we have... I don't know how many you know high schools and, and colleges represented, uh, you know, between the three the three styles. But it was fun to be able to, you know, all come to under under one banner. Yes,
3: it was great for sure. I want you to know, Braxton, we were out in the office here at HQ yeah. watching your final, and because you you had been in that over under position earlier and thrown yourself and given up the four, uh, when y'all got there again, I was going no. No, no, because I could, <laughs> I could like, see the wheels turning in your head, like, if he steps in again, I'm going to throw. If he steps in again, I'm like, but I didn't want you to do it, but then you killed him. So it, uh, it, it was tremendous, and then I freaked out. And... Yeah, we screamed in the yeah. middle of the
1: office, and there was, yeah. a, there was a meeting going on right outside of where we were yelling,
3: but it's okay. They're kind of used to it with us. Yeah. It was awesome. It, it, it was awesome. So that 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 was a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, Braxton,
1: really appreciate you coming on. Say hey to your parents uh, for me. They're awesome, and uh, I'm sure they're going to enjoy this time with you before you head up to Madison and, and crush it for the Badgers. A so. oh, couple more things before you go. Oh,
3: um, Did Wisconsin allow fans at their football games last year, and if so, were you able to get to one? Oh, did he jump around? Yes.
0: So, no football fans last year. Oh. Um you know, it sucks. I'm missing our, uh, our first game back this year. Um, I'm doing a camp in, uh, in Northern West, West Virginia. So I'll, uh, I'll be watching on TV for that. And then it's fine. Uh, go make no, your money. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I couldn't do it all summer because of, uh, because of training. So I, I decided, I was like, all right, I can miss the first football game, go do a camp, uh, camp back home and, you know, try to go wrestling out the, out here. Um, you know, I'm excited. I'm excited to be in the be in Camp Randall and watching football.
3: Yeah, I know. I, I've never been to a Wisconsin game, but from what I hear, the um, definitely one of the uh, top atmospheres in college football. Also, how's your ear? Because I think was it at Child's where it was one of the bigger ears, more blown up ears that I've seen in my day. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. You know, it's doing good. Um, you know, I, I I've had it drained a few times uh, since then. But you know, it blew up again. Um, I think at, at at like one of our acclimation days um, in Russia. So you know, I obviously the head wrap made another appearance. Um, I figured that's what it was. No headgear though. Yeah, yeah, no headgear this time. Uh, mainly because I forgot it at, in my room <laughs> on my bed. Um, so, um, But you know, at, at this point, you know, I've, I have a couple weeks off. I think I'm just going to let the year harden up. And, you know, sorry, Mom. Uh, it's going <laughs> to look better. There you go. Um,
1: but. Very good. Well, Braxton, thanks so much for your time. Enjoy your time at home. And I uh, can't wait to watch you tear it up for Wisconsin next this year.
0: Thank you for having me on,
1: guys. Yeah, bro. See you, Later. Braxton. Braxton Amos, world champ, world's bronze medalist, an all-around good guy. Good guy, bad dude. Good, bad dude. Do not want any part of uh, <laughs> upper body exchange with this young man. No, sir. So, how much you did think, it
2: pay you to go uh, uh, over under body lock? Oh
1: well, I. It won't take much. I don't. I can take a beating. You know. I don't think he'll kill me. You know. Um, what if he, he might? He, he could. If he if he, long if he, enough. If he wanted to kill me, I guess he could. <laughs> so maybe I just shouldn't engage. He's probably him. too nice. I feel like he. Yeah. I feel like. I don't think he'd kill me. He almost killed that guy, though, so who knows? All bets are off, and I'm very light. I'm very throwable. <laughs> and, uh... very throwable. <laughs> okay, Ben, you don't have to agree so exuberantly. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you say. No, CP, you know, you might be able to go. you're very throwable. All right, thanks for the confirmation. Uh, the most interesting thing is, while we've speculated how big he is, not, not super big, going to be able to yeah. hopefully hold down 197. That's definitely the plan that he doesn't cut at all for 97 kilos makes sense and is good, so.
2: Yeah. I didn't realize the Greco weights were that different. I went and looked after he said that. Uh, there's not, there's not um which, you know, actually I kind of like the Greco weights more when I looked at them, but it goes from 87 to 97. There's no, so, you know, freestyle goes 86, 92, 97. And generally I think there's too many weight classes up top. It kind of gets a little thin sometimes. Um, so I kind of like the free, uh, the Greco
1: weights. You know what would be a fun thing to do is, like, put the Greco weights out and be like, what would our team look like if this was these were the weights? Like, who would we lose? Would well, we gain any guys?
2: Well, because you, you go 55, 60, 63, 67. You know, so you're, you're essentially making four weight classes where there's only three in freestyle. So that would be really interesting because, like, I'm sure, say, a Spencer would, would go down to 55 oh. would be the guess. Yeah, uh, You know, and then obviously then you still have a 60, but then you have a 63, so a lot of those 61s are going to go up to 63 and you're still going to have 60.
1: Yeah, it would be interesting.
3: The fact that freestyle and Greco have different weights is one it's of the more stupid. weird things about <laughs> so weird. senior level international wrestling. I'll just say
1: it's one of the more weird things about sports to ever happen, that <laughs> that, that Greco males weigh differently than freestyle Why? Males.
2: Why is it? I, I, I mean, I literally have no idea. Why is it? it? I don't even have a
1: guess. Not even a guess. I don't know. Well, I think I I believe I heard the rumor was like they literally made Greco's biggest weight 130 so Lopez
3: could still make it. <laughs> really? I heard the I heard that from multiple people. Like So then they just adjusted every single one? But what yeah, what about all the small ones? Because there, there's like I I said, there's there's
1: one less big one and one more small one. No idea. No idea. I don't no. I, I remember reading an explanation. And I was like, okay, I don't really understand it, but that's okay. Um, they, I think they should have the same weights. I also think our lightest weight should be like 60 or 61, not 57 or 55. My gosh, really? 55 is 50 55. 55 small. 55. Come on, man. Day of, how many people, day of 121, two hour weigh ins
2: twice? Yeah. Come on. So, so you think you think 57 is that small still? What would you
3: make it, 59, 60? Well, all right. I definitely uh, wouldn't make it 61. 61 what, is too big. Here's what I'd
1: say. Yeah, I think so. My opinion is 60, 61 should be an Olympic weight, period. That is just like – that historically yeah. yes. has been an incredible, incredible weight class. And it's not an Olympic weight, and that is silly to me. And I think it should be. And so – by that, I think okay. Well, if we have to get rid of a lighter weight and move things around yeah. to make that an Olympic weight, I would, I would sign up for that. Um Not that I think, but. I think 57 is a good weight; it's fine. But sixty yeah. slash sixty one should be an Olympic weight.
3: I mean, it was mm-hmm. the best. It
1: was the best weight, the most fun weight for forever. And they're like, no.
3: Yeah. No, you're right. Well, there's just too few. Olympic weight classes in general, but for sure. that yeah, is one where we yeah, are deprived of a lot of talent and heck skill. Yeah.
1: Heck yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So that was fun. Glad to glad to chat with him. Excited for 197 next year. Excited for big tens, everything. Yeah. Um, 197 is going to be the best weight class. And you guys have partied on
2: 197 for years. Ready for this 197 music it's so awesome.
1: We've been raising the roof, jumping around, but now it's like, it's going to be amazing. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, one one thing that's interesting, I I really found myself just deviating and being wishy washy about 61. It's like, man, Seth Seth Gross is is a is a monster. And up at 61, how much different is he going to look? Because we've seen so much of him at 57 recently, especially the last year. He's yeah. he really maintained a pretty lightweight class. He, how much yeah. better? How much better is he going to gonna look at 61 and it's not like he looked bad at 57 ever we we were always waiting for him to look like okay the cut finally got to him and it just never happened with him but now that he's back up at 61 133 was his weight in in college where he was so dangerous how's how's he gonna look here
2: yeah i mean uh that was probably it's probably the most ideal weight class for him unfortunately it's not Olympic weight so he doesn't really wrestle there all that often um man it's gonna be, I, there's just not a lot of separation between these guys so I, i'm fascinated to see it happen too because um, you feel like you know more more naturally or better like suriano's probably a better 57 spencer lee obviously who's not competing this weekend but then you think of seth is i think absolutely a more natural 61 than he is 57. um Vito is probably i think more natural 57 so mm-hmm. you kind of go back and forth between the guys uh yeah it's gonna
1: be who are you picking suriano Probably yeah, he was my okay. pick going into Olympic trials. I thought he was just wrestling fantastic, and yeah, I th- he's he's my pick. But so the, in, for the reason, so I think about someone like Seth, and I think he can I think he can win. But I also think there's some like absolute undeniable guys that don't match up that he doesn't match up great with Joe Colon, Nishan – those are those have been historically problematic matchups. He can beat them. He, I think he should have beat Joe Colon at the Olympic Trials. I thought that was a really strangely officiated match. Um,
3: Sometimes it happens when you get in those
1: shootouts, though. But it it wasn't that, even. That's it, true. It is true. But if this, yeah. Anyway, uh, and Joe Colon and Nishan <laughs> Garrett have been been particular thorns in his side historically. Um, though he can beat them, so that makes me think. Okay, probably not. Probably won't pick him. Because those the, guys exist. The
3: fact that you have to operate a bracket and go through those thorn, those thorns and yeah. maybe multiple thorns, and you can't lose yes. one match. Um, what do we think a Seth Gross Dayton fix match looks like? Whew, that's interesting.
1: Because with Dayton, cont- think, go ahead, Christian. Sorry. I think I think it's a I think it's a pretty decent matchup for Dayton there because he's not going to go. He's not going to try to have a shootout, a leg attack shootout with him. He's yeah. going to pick his spots, control center. But can he get on top? Because I think he could actually potentially turn Seth. Heck um,
3: yeah. I mean, he's one of the best on top in He can America. turn anyone, right? Seth um, can't not shoot. So it's a matter of can Dayton capitalize <laughs> if Seth doesn't take a good shot? And that's the other thing. Uh, will, will Seth – can Seth get to
1: his two-on-one and really be – can he work Dayton? Or will he be able to hand fight out of that and prevent – it's an interesting match. Have they ever hit – I'm probably – there's probably going to be like Um, an example of of a match, and I probably – I don't remember them hitting. I don't think so. Well, no, because – They were supposed uh, to, that one duel, and then it was at South Dakota State. I remember um, someone was there, but we didn't – for whatever reason, one of them didn't wrestle, and I can't even recall who.
2: Boy, no, because Seth didn't wrestle the one year that Dayton was a freshman, Seth didn't
1: compete, right? Um, Yeah. No, one year I think they were in the same way. Well, maybe I'm misremembering. Who knows? No, because know. Dayton took
2: second. I mean, Seth took second and first, and Dayton took second. And Dayton wrestled Nick in the finals, so they definitely didn't cross over. Oh, this
1: was the year that Seth was going to wrestle, and he maybe and got hurt. He, he even wrestled a match. I think he pinned like an Arizona State guy, but it was early in the year, and we didn't realize he wasn't going to wrestle. Um,
2: yeah, that season, yeah, he one.
1: didn't even know at that point. Um, so it was that season. Yeah. So it was Seth that didn't wrestle. So I have no idea how that match yeah. goes in freestyle. I think Parterre is going to play a role. I think Seth's ability to finish leg attacks will play a big role. And Dayton is so filthy when you when you attack his legs. Um, but like JD said, Seth is going to attack because he attacks. He is Seth. Yes. So, man, I don't know. So I, I think Soriano. I believe Soriano. But, man, it, everyone's going to. And I'm picking him because I think he has the most. He has a style that Do you know like, what the seeds are out. already?
3: Or when do those come out? I assume they won't come out until like. Right before. Yeah. Well, we're. 10
1: out now. We're not super far away.
3: No. So, like, I mean, like the day before
1: kind of thing. You mean the day before? Yes. Swipe like on brackets. They a, and they do the seating
3: meeting. No, sometimes they do. Sometimes they do pre seeds. Like oh, a yeah. Weekend, you're right. Whatever. You're right. You know yeah. what? Yeah. I'll put it in. And the, then they adjust when people don't show up or go oh, up yeah. or. That's what's been yeah. a thing, too.
1: Yes. Um, okay. Well, I'll put an inquiry in there. Uh, okay. Had a had a clip wanted to play because we talk a little about oh, coaching just, here. This is interesting. This is interesting. Um, if Tyler can pull it in, Trent Dilfer, former NFL quarterback and longtime ESPN commentator, um, is now a coach, a high school football coach, and there's a clip of him kind of went viral of him. Getting physical with a player on the sideline during a game, and it kind of kicked yeah. off uh, a good bit of discussion about, you know, hey, is this good coaching, is this bad coaching, et cetera. So we can, we're can we going to pull that in here, and you can, you can watch it. Um, if you're watching the video right now, you're seeing it. It's just he's got his hands on the kid. He kind of shoves off. He's demonstrably pointing, sit down. He's yelling at the kid. Very, very, very uh, exuberant, I guess you could say. Yeah. Uh, so, what's your take, Christian? I'm very curious. To my what yours take. My my take is, I think there is a scenario where where you know get, getting loud can make sense. I don't. I to me, if you have to go to these lengths to get compliance out of your athlete, Word. you they don't respect you. And this is a an issue of they don't they don't respect Trent Dilfer, right? I think a coach that has to. Escalate to this level of power and moving the kid. It's like, because I, I know for me, and I've I've heard other people talk about this. Like, if a if a coach or like even right now, like a mentor, it wouldn't take much. If someone I respect, they're like, hey, that's not that's not the standard. Hey, that's not good enough. Like that would go yeah. just as far. Hey, th- I'm I'm disappointed here because I respect yeah. that person so much in their opinion. That will go a really long way for me, and it it did in high school. And it didn't take much to completely like, oh, my gosh, help me have that moment. But I don't know what was happening here. I don't know if this kid was yeah. trying to fight someone for all I know. But if it, it doesn't – to me, I think it's uh, unnecessary. And um, if the idea is to help the kid and to help the team, I don't think this does it. Yeah, so I would say this is more –
2: not that this doesn't happen in wrestling; it's more prevalent in in football. But I just think of like you said, relationships. Like I have not got. I would say, I would say loss of temper. I have not lost my temper with the athletes at AWA, not with my wife, not with my brother. My brother probably pisses me off the most. But I, <laughs> you know, I I never lost my temper like this with to any point in my history that I that I can remember. And that's kind of what it is too: is is a loss of temper to, to feel the need to go off like this. Um, so, you know, in that, in that sense, I say a lack of composure. So you're also, you're showing that for your athletes too, which, you know, we don't want lack of composure in in athletics. It doesn't lead to good results. Um, so, but that being said, like, um, I can remember coach Smith at Missouri, not, not to this extent, but I can remember him raising his voice to say more than I did. Um, and it was never specifically at me because, you know, I don't. Think you had to tell me like you said you know i don't think you had to tell me wow just tell me and all it's done it's no big deal you yelling is not going to help get it Mm -hmm. done because i'm just not going to respond i think you're nonsense if you're yelling like that um but he would lose his mind every once in a while and i think that it had the desired respect and i think you know i believe his dad was a football coach in florida um and so like with coach Smith you said, I don't see that they don't respect him or whatever. Like people in Missouri absolutely respect yeah. Smith. You know, we, we, you know, some people maybe didn't like him cause they were, they, you know, they were college kids, right. They weren't always doing the things that they should have been doing and he would bust their butt about it. And so, um, I don't feel the need to do this. And man, if this is like a once in a year thing, if this is every once in a while, i'm i'm kind of cool with it right but if this is how you're communicating with your athletes uh on a regular basis yeah you, you're out of touch you don't have the respect there's not a, there's not a relationship because the, the other thing you didn't mention that christian you said respect but they're a relationship right mm-hmm. you can communicate effectively with athletes when there's a relationship built and they trust you so there's probably a lack of trust somewhere there the athletes don't trust him for some reason um So if this is like a regular basis, I don't see the issue. If it's a once in once in a while thing, um, man, uh, yeah, I I think it's okay once in a while. Because Coach Smith would do it once in a while, and I think we were okay with that. And I think lots of times it helped get the point across, and it was okay. Um, And I I guess the last thing I would mention there, though, is that, dude, in twenty twenty one, you have to, Mm. you have Trent Dilfer is aware that cameras are on 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 and on him also right so i almost think for some reason he thought this was the right thing to do and it was like a either, either he lost his mind I think and he, he got so mad mind. that he real that he forgot people were filming him or he like thought this was the right thing to do and i have seen people on social media saying i love it when coaches say this to athletes or i saw i know i specifically saw one guy say. Any of any of my kids' coaches could talk to my kids like this, and I thought it was healthy or something to that effect, right? So I think there are still people who look at this type of behavior and say that is healthy. That is the way that coaches can talk to athletes. So I think there's that too.
1: Yeah, and I don't uh, – yeah, and honestly, there there's occasions – I don't know if I said it in the beginning, but I think there are occasions where, hey, yelling, getting loud, coming unglued a little bit is – Fine and like good coach. I'm I'm I look at this video. And I'm just looking through. Is this good coaching or bad coaching? I'm not going to vilify. Is this child abuse? Yeah. Or that's that's kind yeah, of yeah. like I'm not really getting into that. Or don't really. I don't think it is that. But I just think is this effective? Right? And I think yelling absolutely is effective. Um, given d- depends on the circumstance. I definitely so, yeah, did it as a coach once in a while. Yes. But if you if that's if that's your if that's your note if that's your one note it's just like oh he's the yelling coach it's like well it loses its effectiveness completely and totally um I thought he just looked out of control in this I thought he looked like things were spiraling in a way he didn't like, and he's to get to get it to the physical thing was like that i that is the you know more yeah i i don't know I don't know about
2: like um Putting your hands on kids, like, I mean, I'm not saying you need slap them or nothing, right? Yeah. But like, for example, getting eye contact, like raising a kid, you know, raising yeah. their head up when they want to, like, lots of times after matches, they want to stare down. It's like, I, w- I want to make sure we're communicating effectively. So raising their head up or, or you know, like grabbing them by the arm when they want to go away. Like, I'm not, if, if they pull hard whatever, mm-hmm. whatever, they can go, right? But, hey, I would like to talk to you. I'd like to have a conversation. Let, let's look each other in the eye here and communicate effectively. Yeah. So, like. I, I don't. I don't think that would be out of line to like you know do that. But yeah, I mean, like, you I think he was kind of shaking him again. He probably lost his temper. So yeah, it was just tighten pads. Pants. Yeah, not not ideal communication. JD's, JD's
1: shit. from <laughs> Jewel Island. This is this is that looked like little league practice to JD.
3: Ain't <laughs> that. nothing. Huh?
1: <laughs> He's like, where's the cattle prod? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Um, cool, I had it easy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you should have grown up in funny. Jewel. Uh, yeah, so I, I thought this was interesting, and you know that there is there is this uh, the, the element of this in, is in wrestling. Obviously, it's a really intense sport. It's coached by really intense individuals. So this kind of thing, I'm, I'm certain, happens in, in wrestling, and probably from youth all the way up through college. I'm sure there's there's coaches that are. Getting loud, putting their hands on, it. and it's a it's just an interesting thing. I I think the the psychology and the tactics of coaching are really, I think they're interesting yeah. to discuss.
2: Yeah, uh, and I guess the other thing I'll just uh, close it with here. Uh, cause I think we're going to move on to the next thing is that you know if I generally think that my uh, my demeanor or my ability to keep my composure is significantly better than uh, middle school, or high school kids, right and so if they're losing their mind if they're out of, listen i'm gonna let them go listen, go go lose your mind that's fine you won't lose your mind forever and then at some point you know you're going to relax come back and then we can have a talk about it like i i don't i don't feel the need to talk to you nor will it be effective when you're totally losing your mind so like right. go lose your mind and and then i'm gonna tell you next time when you come back i'm gonna tell you listen dude you freaking lost your mind like how about we don't do that too often
1: yeah. It's kinda like let the moment happen and then once they're yeah. clear, okay, let's that's the time to talk about let's it. Let's watch the game film. Yeah. <laughs> let's put on the tape, brother. Look, you threw your helmet here. You shouldn't have done that. <laughs> yes. Uh Okie doke. Um next up, where do we go next? Um well, J.D. wants us to power, power rank power anything ranking.
3: and everything. Correct. All right. Why don't you, why don't you intro thing. your pick, so, uh, power
2: ranking? Can I, one, can I ask one? J.D. a question before we start? Yeah. J.D., what is the difference between ranking and power ranking? <laughs> I've always wondered. Power how ranking true. sounds
3: so much
1: cooler. You're <laughs> your ranking based on the power. Yes. <laughs> Whereas the others, you may be weighing other factors. Oh. This one literally is just power.
3: Correct. It's just, uh, you know, objective. Uh, maybe you don't take so much data into it. It's just uh power ranking. Yeah. It's like pound for pound. Well, pound for pound I could probably
1: find better than power ranking but continue, JD.
3: Yeah, well um, it started uh, with uh, our social media's post about favorite World Team Trials and that kind of got my mind spinning of Mm -hmm. what are our favorite World Team Trials matches from the past and maybe we could kind of rank those and then it was like, well what else can we rank and then uh you I guys at twitter last night and asked for what would fans want to see us rank and so now <laughs> it's like well, let's just rank everything yeah you guys need to have um
2: uh an intern you guys need to have multiple interns at flow because whenever we do these power rankings well okay so I, I got home from practice last night i ate some dinner i opened up my email episode 689 power rank all i my shit, how am I going to find all? Even in the last 20 years, how am I going to find every match that happened in the World Team Trials? Like, how am I going to come up with a freaking good list? I'm like, oh my God, this is going to take so long. Like, what am I going to do here? Like, if I could just click that open and you got intern, you say intern Bob, get get your butt over there and make us a list of every single match from the last 20 years, that would be so much easier. Can we hire and some interns or what?
3: That's why this one was kind of hard because the actual question was, what is the best World Team Trials in American history? And it's like, I don't feel... Uh, like, I can answer that, seeing as how I haven't been around that long, especially for a good chunk of a good part of American wrestling history. Um, yes, but for at least this one, we could do, like, our favorite. Like, what What are our sure. favorite World Team Charles matches? I, I, I like think I can answer that. Can we hire some interns or what? <laughs> There's one in the room right now, then. His name's Rich.
1: <laughs> JD? JD's name no. <laughs> no, JD. Oh! JD's Shut Full time.
2: Catch on no. strays
3: no, Trap, no. Uh,
2: we need a couple more make us list make us when we to your power ranking you give me a list of 100 i'll narrow that sting thing down real quick
1: <laughs> come on you've got the memory i mean just like you know we're not gonna well, rank know, top 10 just to speak you no, what okay. like top Off three the top of
2: my head 20 2017 was so yep. amazing and there was multiple right the the jd uh, uh Gene cox david taylor Matches were awesome. The Burroughs, uh, Dig matches were totally awesome. I mean, so just like when you say right away, 2017 comes to mind because there were so many different series that were really, really good. Obviously, historically, the one that would probably be—I don't want to say the, the most famous or or thought about—would be Brands, Kendall Cross, and you get you guys made a movie about that, and it was a tremendous series. Um, those are the ones
3: that came to my head first. Smith Lewis comes to mind historically, but. Obviously I didn't watch that. Yeah. So those ones is... I've only seen I've never even seen full matches
2: of JD and I don't know if you have, but I've seen like clips of the matches, mm-hmm. but I've never seen like the entirety of all of the matches.
1: So I thought um the two that stick out to me are Burroughs Dake Two in twenty seventeen, Burroughs IMAR one in twenty nineteen. Nice. Mm-hmm. Totally crazy matches. Um Gilman NATO trials in seventeen was insane. This was not a final. This was like a challenge tournament. It was like just like a buzzer beater, like really exciting match um, for Gilman. Just like got it at the last possible. That one stuck out. Um, Trying to think, it was. It's. I mean, the the other one
2: that's like, uh, and a lot of it was. I guess the maybe the circumstance I guess you'd say was the 2012 Olympic Trials finals uh-huh. when it was in Madison, um, not Madison Square Garden. Um where Carver. help me out here where was Carver? it Carver?
1: Carver oh no, no, no,
2: the, no, the Olympic, Olympic Trials were in Carver. 60k guys, 60 oh, kilograms. Colby yeah. Scott. Uh um Beat the Times Square. Yeah. Times Square. Yes. That I mean that one uh like I said, and a lot of had to say. If you put that in a gym, and it's along with other matches, maybe it's not as great. But when you put it in Times Square, and that, you know, there's this build up of qualifying the weight. Uh, I don't know. I thought that was a really awesome one too.
1: Agreed, it was awesome uh, when Co- Coleman beat Bunch there. Uh, trying yeah. to think of some other really really good day. The Day de- Cow. Someone mentioned Day
2: Cow. Day Cow was oh fantastic. Gosh. Day, a co- the there mar- were a couple different decals. The, the marathon that-
1: match. There was the marathon decal, and then <laughs> one, there was the crazy one 20... where he like. That was in five 13. five one, right? So twenty thirteen was, was the one 2014? that lasted like twenty minutes, and then they wrestled yeah. in twenty fourteen, or yes. fifteen in Iowa, in Iowa. No, in um, Wisconsin, Madison. Oh, Madison. Madison.
2: Wisconsin. It was I was there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh.
1: And, like, love- Dake did the thing. He, like, looked like he, like, dislocated his knee completely. It was just a crazy little oh, ducked under. There is
3: wild. a great Tony Rotundo photo of that.
1: Yeah. So that those are some, some great, great uh, World Team Trials matches for sure.
3: Do y'all like the marathon match? Like, some people love it. Other people say that I mean, is, like, exhibit A for criteria. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I remember in uh, –
2: Two thousand was it? Uh, maybe it was two thousand. So I would I was at the 2000 and 2004 Olympic trials. Uh, but there's a heavyweight Graco match. I don't even remember the athletes right now. But it was, it was the rule set was you had to score three points for the match to be over, and neither one of them had scored three points, and the match went on for like twenty seven minutes
0: <laughs> or yeah. some,
1: something totally insane like that. Brutal, <laughs> brutal. Um, okay, um, so those are good. Um,
3: Selfishly mine is J.P. Imar 1 and 2 are my favorites. Yeah, that was that good. was an interesting one because like 3 was kind of anticlimactic. Yeah, Imar <laughs> was just done at yeah.
1: that point. Which
3: which is crazy because he won match 2.
1: Yeah, and yeah, and Burles is the older athlete you were and he had the cut and the cut issue or whatever
3: and still um and it was kind of it done. was like JB gutted out match one. Match one was very close. Mm-hmm. And then lost in match two in a close match. And you're like, momentum is Isaiah. <laughs> exactly. exactly <laughs> He's exactly. going to take match three. That's what I was thinking going in. And that shouldn't have the king, I guess. These weren't particularly
1: exciting, but Snyder unseating Varner officially that um, yeah, was a boring match, serious. Yeah, they're kind of boring. Um, <laughs> yeah, don't bring that. Up. Don't bring that in here. Actually, the the first one was actually the Olympic Trials one was a little more exciting because yes. Varner took match one, but yes. then just Snyder Snyder was just a little too much there. Yeah,
2: because they wrestled they wrestled first at in like 2015 at the World Team Trials in Madison
1: also. Yes.
2: And it was yes. just it was very controlling by Snyder. Nothing. Not, not there's no dramatics to it or anything like that.
1: Oh, I know another one. Another really good one was Let's go, Jordan Oliver, Brent Metcalf, 2013. This one was really spicy. It had the, it was close. Metcalf ran him down, I think, and then at the end it had the classic. um, Metcalf like tackled him at the end with time on the clock, and uh, Jo shoved him, and Metcalf gave the, like, this is (laughs) high (laughs) wrestle. I continue to wrestle. Do you remember this, Ben? You're looking like. I don't remember that, so I'm remembering the 2013 oh,
2: series in Madison. No. I'm not remembering the 2013. Give me what gym was it in, so I can Gallagher uh, Iba. Gallagher Iba. No, I don't remember. That. Oh yeah, so I remember that. This was, that was your date Russell Burroughs. Yeah. Uh, and also how? Mm, no, I don't remember that one.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna send it to Tyler, and maybe he can pull up the last little bit here because it was, it it went it went crazy after after it happened. I remember like people were like, yeah, because obviously this was like. Pretty far from the from the shove, but it was still, you know, yeah. very much in people's minds. All right, right here. Yeah, yeah. it would be this. so
2: nice to get a full list of to the last – I mean, I, I, I could speak to the last 20 years. I went to the the, the 2000 Olympic trials in Dallas. And, like, um, just off the top of my head, the, the ones I'm remembering, the Colette Zadik series, I remember that was the first time I'd really watched Colette wrestle a whole bunch uh, in person, and it was really awesome watching him. Um, and then I remember – because at that time, one of my personal favorites was Stephen Neal. So Stephen Neal had won the world title in two thousand. I'm sorry, '99, and then came back and he he lost. He ended up losing. They they weren't all that exciting matches, but he ended up losing to Kerry McCoy in the two thousand Olympic trials. And that was I was really excited for those matches, but they you know they did they weren't super down to the wire or anything.
1: Got it. Um, well, we've got the clip here. If you want to, of the maybe this will jog your memory. Here we go. In the yeah, front yeah, headlock yeah. position. It's so it's the end of the Metcalf Jo match. Um, jo takes one last shot, and Brent just kind of pancakes him over, shoves his face, and uh, Brent's like,
2: "No, uh, that wasn't as
1: dramatic as you described." <laughs> it was Dude, this went. This was dramatic at the time for sure. Everyone's like, because it, it immediately got put people in all their camps. There's like the hate Iowa, hate how Brent Metcalf wrestles, hate that. Hate the the little extra or the perceived extra, yeah. and then there's like the um then there's like the people that love it and wrestle all six minutes kind of thing. Um, yeah. Anywho, all right, next up, where are we going? Are we power ranking anything else, JD? Um, you know what? Those TV shows, I I wanted to give you guys an answer
2: since it was in the doc. I don't oh, watch yeah. one of them. Only oh one. shoot, two and a half is way too high of a line.
3: that's uh, why i said two and a half was a better episode line two and a half what (laughs) episodes of all those shows combined (laughs) no i ended up watching
2: the whole wire series but christian knew i watched the whole wire series and that was you know it was 15 years after the show no maybe 20 years after the show actually aired on tv yes but of of the rest of the shows i don't know that i'd ever watched one episode of any of the rest of
1: them yeah so the question was, you can only save three of these shows. The rest are deleted from history. So this was easy for me, and I'll, I'll read the nine shows. Sopranos, Walking Dead, Game of Thrones, The Wire, Boardwalk Empire, Ozark, Breaking Bad, Sons of Anarchy, and Prison Break. Now, I haven't seen quite a few of these, like Sons of Anarchy, Boardwalk Empire, or Prison Break, which I have no idea what that's even about. Um, Bray,
3: Bray pooped all over it. Bray so hated Prison Bay. Break. Yeah, he said it's just like the same plot over and over again. Like, let me guess: a prison, they get out, they go back to prison, (laughs) they get out, they break prison, they go back to prison. You know what? But that is just. They get out.
1: I'm kind of with that. It's kind of like just play the hits. It's like, what is? (laughs) Is there anything more exciting in cinema than people breaking out of prison? You just can't beat it. Oh my god! It's it's (laughs) perfect.
3: Um, it's Uh... it can't be done. In my opinion, it's a disgrace that The Walking Dead even got on. Oh, my gosh. Terrible show. Um, So 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 I know
2: my wife has watched Walking Dead. So I think I have watched a couple episodes of Ozark with my wife when I sat down. Um, And then she's also watched – which one? I don't think she – I think she watched Breaking Bad. So I think that's the only one she's watched. Uh, I don't think she's watched the other ones. So they've been on my TV and maybe I've glanced at them but not – You I haven't watched
1: so, um, my three was easy. It was The Wire, which everyone knows is my favorite show of yes. all time ever. Uh, Breaking which Bad, is- which is fantastic, and The Sopranos. So, I could talk for a long time about all these. I'm rewatching The Sopranos for, I think, the third time. First time I watched it, I didn't like it very much at all. It was just too dark for me. I didn't like any of the characters, really. And then I kind of watched it uh, with a little... Which is crazy. Which is crazy. They're terrible. I mean, Chris. But yeah. they're Hilarious. Yes. Now, Terrible so I, and hilarious. So That's I, what makes it great? So I watched <laughs> it after I watched The Wire, and which is a very serious show. There's maybe like three jokes in the entire catalog of The Wire. It's it's pretty serious. There's not like. And so I watched it kind of with that sort of frame. I never had heard it was funny. So when you're watching it, like, and you're watching Polly Walnuts murder this old woman, it's like. It's just – maybe it was just like, oh, my gosh, what am I watching? This is just the worst thing in the world. And then it is. You, like, watch it again, and, it's like, it's funny. <laughs> like, like everyone's like, this is actually a hilarious show, and you watch it with that lens. It's like, wait, this show is actually hilarious. I think the reason – the Sopranos' claim for, like, the goat status is just, like, the acting performances. I think are some – like, James Gandolfini in that. It's, like, got to be one of the greatest performances in, like, the history of acting. It's just so – It's unbelievable how good he is and how good the acting is throughout, whereas The Wire definitely had some characters in there that weren't the best actors. But I liked so many more characters in The Wire, and then there's Breaking Bad, which I thought was like the most perfectly – had like perfect architecture for the story, Um, like just the beginning and the end, and like everything made sense and fit together really, really well. So I couldn't recommend those shows more highly.
3: I would not watch them with your children. For (laughs) my money – Boardwalk Empire is the most underrated show of all time. I feel like almost nobody has seen it. Uh, I agree. <laughs> it, Same here. It is tremendous. If you like violence, um, it, it. Steve Buscemi is up there with Gandolfini in like his performance, acting performance in it. So everybody go watch Boardwalk Empire. It's my number two behind Sopranos, and then I don't really care which one you toss in for number three maybe Game of Thrones so I could rewatch it
1: oh my it. gosh Game of Thrones
3: because I only watched it once and it was like while well, it was live so maybe if I went back and rewatched it uh like binged I would like it more gotta so. be
1: one of the most overrated shows ever
3: you just didn't <laughs> like the way it ended true
1: but I uh, yeah true I did, not, I did not like the way it ended so it left
3: a completely bitter taste in your mouth yeah now there are like way too many storylines for me, which is why I didn't really like it as that much. So I feel like if I went back yeah. and rewatched it a second time and binge, maybe I would like yeah, it. Yeah, I don't
1: want to. I don't need any homework for shows. Can I just know what's happening, please? Who is this? Who is this person? I don't know this lady. I don't know the people they're talking about. Um, <laughs> but yeah. The, but the Wire is is the greatest show. That's it. that yes, there's ever I love the been. Wire. great great it's, show, but it's great. It's great. Genius. Okay. Um. Anything else to power rank? Um, you know what, a uh, fun one
2: in which you know I I also maybe feel not totally is, and I mean may, maybe we could do this like from just from an American perspective. But um, mo- someone said most prestigious tournaments to win. I thought that would be a lot of fun. Oh, let's like, do that. Olympics is one, Worlds is two. But then like for me to go through and dissect each international tournament, like I'm sure there's a couple of them. That are more more prestigious than so we'll say say that probably the world team trials or team trials in, in the united states is probably next for an american well um why don't we just make but, it all tournaments it doesn't have to be international I say you're regan I well put, that's what i'm i'm saying i don't know those ones i'm saying i don't hmm. know what is those tournaments are probably like three four and five or something and then you're gonna go are you gonna go russian nationals next or are you gonna go u.s world team trials like
3: you know what i'm saying i would put it through the eyes for us, as an American, but it's like you can't win Russian nationals, but you can win, you know, your regan. You might, you might try, <laughs> you might enter. It is possible for me to win the regan. Yes, it, it is
1: technically possible. I think you could get your citizenship changed. Um, so I think, I think just prestige is not just like what is the toughest, right? It is very prestigious to win the NCAA wrestling tournament. It is as yeah, prestigious as, yeah.
2: It's so, are we talking from strictly an American perspective? Are we talking because, like, you know, if we're talking for say a European wrestling fan, um, you know, one of those big, Euro- I don't know, are there any European wrestling fans? There's got to be a couple, I'm sure, right? Uh, some of those big international tournaments are clearly higher than the NCAs, right?
3: Yeah, they don't care about League of Students.
1: Yeah, they call it League of Students
3: or <laughs> Champions. <laughs> of students. They always call they call they call Kyle Dake oh. a four time
1: the Champion, <laughs> Champion of students, students. <laughs> oh my a, gosh, and Spencer that Lee. That's uh, very I funny. Um, the the Russian translations are, are freaking perfect. All right. Um, well, yeah. If you're just talking toughest tournaments to win, just like the hardest tournaments to win, it's Olympics, it's Worlds, probably Russian Nationals. Um,
3: then the is it, Europeans. Euros, Uregan? yeah, Euros. It might be – Euregan might be above Euros. I don't yeah. think so. Dude, it depends on the weight in the injury. year. Sometimes it is definitely harder. I don't think
1: so. I think it is – On real, average. On average, Euros is tougher Uh, yeah. in my opinion. Then um then, then maybe we start getting into our trials type of thing, our world team that, trials. And
2: that, that's where like – I feel like maybe there's a few other national tournaments on a yearly basis that may be tougher, uh, but I just don't know what those are. Um, and, and I also wish there were more of them, right, where we had a really good conglomeration of your uh, international wrestlers showing up. Um, and then, you know, that, but yeah, so then we probably go, you know, world team trials, Olympic team trials, America, um, and then, you know, Asian NCAAs. But yeah you know you can go back to asians are you going to go back to you know it also fluctuates. what's our list of international tournaments let's take all how about this we take out any international tournaments non-continentals or worlds that's easier
1: and you know what else what i would put in there
3: is freaking junior worlds
1: Mm, junior worlds is up there
3: it's really really tough really really tough it also fluctuates year to year and the introduction of the ranking series um has changed things like obviously that has made pelicone that's my Way thing. Way so, tougher.
1: So that's, that's my thing. The fluctuation in the level of, of talent and skill, tournament to tournament, for some of these is so variable that the, it reduces their prestige. Because you know year in, sure. year out, Russian nationals are going to be ridiculous. Our world team trials will be ridiculous. Euros is always yeah. going to be tough. Asians will always be tough. Olympic world's is always tough. Medved or this one or that one, Declane, totally year to year. Totally, even I mean, two, even two, a rankings three. tournament, you don't know. Yeah. So, that's that's what feeds into the prestige factor for me.
3: Uh, there was actually a second part of this question um, that I thought you would be good to answer, Ben. How do you power rank tournaments for high school wrestlers wanting to get as best as they can to run a college scholarship? Oh, I know this one. This, this for me, this one's. I know crazy. what you're gonna say. Oh,
2: okay. So I would go uh super 32 one mm-hmm. uww that's two uw juniors i take out because there is a large proportion of college kids so if we're talking about college scholarships mostly those kids are older um obviously that would be that would be tougher than the other ones but we're taking that one out um so i would go super 32 uww cadets would be one and two uh fargo would be three obviously you're going juniors in that one um and really after that junior 100 I feel like of course Huh? Uh, junior that? 100 should be canceled. As should, <laughs> the weight, the weight. Class. He said, said oh. going Junior is far Junior should be canceled. It uh, should, yeah, it should be. Still so, uh, yeah, so yeah, it's worse. It's worse. There's no one there. It's empty. Um. So, anyways, so yeah, so I would do those three, and then after that, there's a, there's really a, a gigantic drop off, and after that, really, I think it's all about matchups. So you know, you being able to tell, tell a college coach, look. You know, maybe it's junior duels hey I, I wrestled this guy i beat that guy you know and here's the film of it and wa- watch this film and watch me beat this guy uh where would you go cp
1: well i think a, a big one you didn't mention is iron man i think that's a really great tournament year in year out yeah um not everyone can go that one
2: talks for us because we can't go we can't yeah. we can't just show up at Ironman. um and that's you know and also so you know as far as like uh I'm or Wisconsin people are concerned like I don't think all that much about that one or beast of the east or power raid right you know, I, I'm guessing I Reno uh because we don't go to any of those unfortunately
1: yeah so I would uh other other ones that are just big to win if you win if you're a PIAA champ that means something any right?
3: cl- also class, can't any state with a single class <laughs> New Jersey California Pen- not Pennsylvania but toss Pennsylvania and with those two yeah. that are single class are like huge state titles yeah
1: Ohio, it seems like it's it's sorta of rare for the best guys to hit. It, it happens obviously, but um they have several oh, divisions. Virginia, you, obviously a VHSL single <laughs> A title you agree, is you is agree, is agree with my number greats. one,
2: two and three. What's that? Did, did you agree with my one, two and three?
1: Super thirty two, yes. Cadets, yes. Um Far- Fargo, King? yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep, I, I agree with those. Um yeah, I think those are those are just the proving grounds right now. I mean, super and super to me, super it's super thirty two, and then it's a couple rungs down, right? In terms of like the the just you just know someone that can run that gauntlet just has like yeah really good folk style chops, right? You yeah. can't get a good matchup or you can't it's it's a yeah. real proving ground and it's chewed up some really good wrestlers. There's some really good Absolutely. guys spit them out, them, chew them up, spit them out
2: um what well the, super, but yeah. the
1: other one uww kids can get really tough sometimes
2: because the weight classes are further spread out so sometimes you're getting this like say it goes 143 156 176 right so at, at 156 you're potentially getting some big 45s you're getting all the 52s you're most likely getting almost all of the 60s and mm-hmm. potentially, you're some really small 170s. You might get them too because, you know, you're probably not because it's a big drop down. But it's also 176. And they're like, oh, man, these are going to be big dudes up here.
1: Yes. And I wonder, you know, as, as you're – all right, I'm a college coach. Uh, this is a true fantasy land. But, like, how do you weigh, okay, a four-minute freestyle match? I want this person That's, to be yeah. on my seven-minute college folk style team. There's yeah. some variances. And this guy's lacing people. Like, how do you factor that into your valuation? Because those are the perfect skills to have in freestyle. But at some point, you've got to see how this kid does in folk style. Now, there's not a yeah. lot of examples of guys who have just over, like, really. There's assists. definitely some, though. I know. There's definitely yeah. some. Um, I mean, that,
2: Anthony Valencia would be a great one, for example.
1: Sure. Jared Verclaren definitely one. Cadet World uh, Champ.
2: Logan Massa always does. Better in freestyle than folk style mm-hmm. like, there's definitely oh, guys that are for sure
1: for sure no no doubt about it, so there are those guys that are spe- you know you you have to be wary of a guy that's like gets on top one time and laces people like crazy, and then that's the you know but in general, yeah. I think if you look at if you look at the last couple of world teams it's these guys are all pretty complete wrestlers and mm-hmm. very competent folk stylers. But I think Super Thirty Two is 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 far and away. Um, but anytime you have to navigate a gauntlet like Cadets, like Fargo, you're you're going to learn a lot. Yeah, hundred percent. Okay, want to get to um, want to get to some questions.
3: Out of out of. The we got a video submission role. yet? Uh, uh, we do have a cut. Co- we had a couple. Yeah, we might uh, play like. A bunch of voicemails and video submissions, maybe tomorrow,
1: Oh, we got to keep keep yep. telling people about this um, so we've got or aren't you j d
3: yeah, we have a new voicemail number, and email if you want to send in a video submission, or you can send in an audio message to that email shoot you can even text the number a video submission actually, if you want that number is five one five five zero nine. Five zero seven one. The email is fr, frl submissions at flowsports. tv five one five five zero nine five zero seven one and frl submissions at flowsports. tv. Shout out to everyone that already sent in. We've got a handful of voicemails and a couple of video submissions. Keith Gothard, he's a, he's always in the uh, in the chat. He was number one, so shout out to you, Keith.
1: Boom, first ever. All right. Um, keeping it moving. First, First question. Uh,
2: man, you guys put like seven pages of questions in it. I started scrolling, it. I couldn't get to the end.
1: Well, they're, they're <laughs> it kind of doubled bigger. up. Oh yeah, that may have been my fault. <laughs> um, what's more, uh, what's more likely to happen by 2024? Pico comes out of retirement and medals, or IOC allowing all ten weights at the Olympics? I think both are negligible. Both are zero.
3: Yeah, I'll say Pico.
1: Yeah, but but the answer would be Pico. We're
3: definitely (laughs) not having Pico because yeah,
1: we will not have ten weights. I'm sorry.
2: Unfortunately.
1: Okay, hypothetical scenario: If Chael, Ben, and Sion all pronounce a foreign wrestler's name correctly, you get one million dollars.
2: Oh, I'm winning! I'm winning! They only get to try one
1: name. Who's? Better pick me. Do you have them attempt, and how close do they get? Well. Ben is definitely winning this. Um, yes, damn. Yeah, because, sure. but it's you know it's not going to be good. What what is the full name of the guy that uh, lost? To, although we, if we got a Mongolian, it's like game over. You can sort oh, of.
2: Oh, fin- I can do
1: Erdenabot. Like remember Turtatoglofsendorsch? That's that's. I don't even oh, yeah. know if I said it right. There some are of those some... you need
2: like pronunciation keys because they just don't have the same phonetic alphabet.
1: True. True. Yes. So I would probably get a Mongolian name. You know what, I'll, Joe, I'm sorry. I didn't do all my homework on this one. That's Joe Gilbert. Wait,
2: so you say I have to get it wrong. Oh, I thought you wanted me to get it right. No, I want you to get it right. Um, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, so hypothetical scenario. If China, all pronouns the it, and you correctly, you get what it does. They only get to try one name. What, wouldn't you have me do an easy one then?
3: Yeah, but flip it. <laughs>
2: yeah, flip it. <laughs> we'll make, we're going to make it a hard one. Well, you need to make, like, like I, CP wins a million dollars. JD picks the name, and he doesn't want you to win. Like, that's Ooh, what it should be. Something got it. Like
1: I like that. I like that. Yeah. All right. Most memorable head and arm throws to win big matches? Caldwell. Caldwell's was big. Matt McDonough had a couple. Really? He, yeah. And what Fun. matches? Uh, against Brandon Preeson, and he did it against, I think, David Thorne once. Really? Uh, I don't remember those matches. Because you're, you're an Iowa hater, and you would never bring yourself to watch it. Um, <laughs> I love Matt McDonough. He's he's great. I know. All right, well, I'll find it. Uh, you proceed, and I'll send this to uh, to, okay. to Tyler. I don't
2: remember. I think I remember Mark Hall and Jason both hitting uh, a head and arm, but I don't think – we call it headlock, too. I don't, I don't know why you call it head and arm. We call it a cowboy. Uh, Oh, for God's sakes! Uh,
1: so does, so does, so does Bracky.
2: Are there any other really big ones? I mean, the 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 Caldwell ones. Like, I, I'm sure Bo Nickel hit one in, in some big match because Bo Nickel hits headlocks.
1: But in I like a big match, big match,
2: a big match.
1: I don't he know. He had a lot
2: of double overs and stuff like that. I mean, ha- there ha- I feel like there had to be one, but I can't think of one right now.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I can't think of it. Um... I'll find this one though. Let me find it. The the McDonough headlock. It was pretty epic. Okay. Um all right. Next question. Um Have you seen the car Sidikoff rolls around in? No, I haven't. The Russians clearly pay better.
3: Fairness. That is very nice. You
1: are you seen it? What what are we working with? How here? do we why don't we have the Instagram right now?
3: Uh yeah, I was not prepared. I can Pull it up, but they like all get cars when they win too. Okay. Um. I'm not always sure. Also, like sometimes they just put up nice things on their stories. I'm not sure if it's actually theirs, or sometimes I feel like they drive it and then I never see it again.
2: I yeah, I told people that I won three different cars, and I didn't win any. And the media just wrote stories about it. It was great. Some people (laughs) think I (laughs) stole.
1: Great.
3: Uh, Samalov was in a green something the other day
1: Wow, well
3: described Volkswagen buggy it well look like it looked, like a, oh, it looked a like a Mustang a Mustang convertible but like you can't really tell for sure
1: man this guy's like what what's he third string what, uh, <laughs> what's our third string drive my gosh yeah all right we've got the McDonough headlock here Ben's never seen it it was pretty epic he was down 3-0 at the time in the third period Prieston okay. kind of gave McDonough fits, even though he might have yeah. won more than he lost against him. Go ahead. Um, but, yeah, he's got a lefty headlock that he fires off. Boom.
2: Oh, my That's gosh. It. That Brandon Prieston that worked, Mac. Now, all these years, Christian Piles is bringing this up on FRL. He, Brandon Preston's freaking rolling his eyes. and He's probably got a nice office job somewhere. Making you know he money. does. And he's like, oh, freaking Piles, you you nugget.
1: I just remember I'll try to find the thorn one, too, to balance it out. Um, <laughs> but they, they definitely stuck out. Alright. Uh, we'll do one more question then we will we will depart. Um, I
2: didn't even look at like a good headlock. I'm not really sure how, how it worked. I think you guys should start sending me tacos on Wednesday to make me feel like part of the team. Like, every Wednesday when I get done with the show, I want to walk upstairs and I have nice tacos courtesy of Full Wrestling.
1: Hey, isn't there a time you're coming to hq didn't There's,
2: you say i will be there i'm doing a show on thursday with you guys
1: this thursday oh,
2: no 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 september uh hold on yeah you know
3: some days. thursday in the future oh, it's not like we do it every de- thursday de- september, 23. <laughs> september
1: 23 september 23 september 23rd okay got it write it down in in hd in studio may not be room yeah. at the desk
2: with tacos
1: after with the show Oh, you're not going to get tacos on Thursday. You just need to come this in Wednesday. We need maybe we'll, special. You know what? We'll try to get there. some. I'm going
2: to do the show with you guys on Wednesday, and I'm going to go catch the plane afterwards.
1: So There's no way I'll be there. in
2: Time for tacos. All
1: right. Well, we'll try to. Um, maybe we'll get a special order for you. Okay. Because you love tacos, tacos so much. All right. Love well, that. we're going to go. We thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks to Braxton Amos for coming on. Tomorrow, our R- Russian correspondent, King G, Genna, Hopping on, that's going to be exciting. Tight, we, maybe we can talk cars. How did Zomalov get such a baller vehicle? <laughs> King G, what do you drive? Is it easy to get these great cars? Do you have to be a really good wrestler? Well, there's, a, there's so much we can learn. And oh yeah, who's Russia sending? What's the word on the street? We're not in those streets, unfortunately. But King G is, he's in Moscow. Thank you guys so much for listening. We got a lot of great content coming out about the World Team Trials. It'll be hitting uh, hitting the internet very, very soon. Thank you guys. Happy Wednesday. Taco time.